Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is... Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Shades. Welcome back, Sketch. Because you are joining us once again in between episodes. This is the way. I have have spoken. spoken. You have spoken. Uh, Weapons are my religion. They are. All the good stuff. We know this. We know this. Yes. And and I gotta gotta say, it's been uh, a couple days following the creed. I'm feeling good. I mean, you you know, you look look a little slimmer, Sketch. I'm definitely toning down. Toning down. Um, But, uh... Have you not taken that helmet off? Not even once. This whole time? Not even once. Uh, Even when alone. I have not. Um... Getting a little ripe in here, but that's you know, that's part of the creed. I was going to say, you are quite ripe, sir. See, I can I can get a a straw up here under the chin. See, like right here, right? So yeah. I can, I'm nourished, but uh, toothbrushing, hair washing, just not on the table anymore for me. <laughs> it's um, I'm not gonna lie, it's a little it's a little difficult. Uh, I'm trying hard to take you seriously. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, it, are you going to keep that on the whole time? This is the way. This is the way. Getting a little feedback in the helmet, though. Let me, let me try this. Hold on. Let me turn this knob here. Uh, yep. Oh, okay. Oh, hello? That's oh, hello? not better. Oh, hello? Oh, hello? Yep. Still, still not doing anything for me. Oh, oh, hello? This, I, that's it. Yeah. Does that sound good? Yeah. Oh, hello. This is Sketch. Yeah, no. No. Just, just now. This is the way. It was the way. This cold war just got hot. Wrong. <laughs> wrong wrong uh, sci-fi universe. Wrong property. Yeah. 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 It seems to be evening out a little bit here. It's getting there. A little less ringing. A little less. Uh, that little is not wobble. better. Why don't you just Why don't you just turn turn it off? Why don't you just turn the filter off? Oh, like that. Yeah, much better. Oh. Oh yeah! Look at that! Look at that! It's like, there's like a little um a little fan blowing in here now too. Like I, I'm getting a little breeze on my eyelashes. Hey, that's, there you that's go. Nice. This thing is all the bells and whistles. It really does. It's the Swiss Army helmet. Of the Star Wars universe. Yes, that is what it shall ever be f- known as. And, uh, I can open my bottles of libation, and uh, and uh, it it's good at Phillips head screws as well. This little this little compartment here. And uh, okay, long time listeners, while Sketch is twiddling with his dented helmet over there, hello, um, kitty sticker on the back. You are catching us after Mandalorian, obviously. This is and, the way. Uh, Sketch, do, you, do we have any take backsies? Any retractions? I do not have any retractions or take backsies. Uh, you and I disagree on a couple key points uh, yeah, in, you know. in the episode. And uh, looking forward to, to more people weighing in on that. We'll, 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 touch on, we'll touch on that later. Did you see the meme I posted to the Facebook page? 
which one i'm trying um, to remember it pedro pascal oh, admitted yeah. to the hospital yeah. with uh back injury from carrying the entirety of the star wars it's, universe uh, it's very true <laughs> he's doing it all is. the all the leg work for disney right now oh my goodness i saw i think just today actually uh, a tweet that production has wrapped on, on season, season two. two yeah so um, it's gonna be a quick turnaround yeah that's i think due out like in october right yes so. i i thought i saw um summer this summer wow Okay. I thought I saw this summer. Time will tell. O- October would make more sense. So I thought you were going to say Octo. Octo. Sure. Um, now, I don't... I, I stand by everything that I said uh, and everything we discussed in Mandalorian, but I found something uh, this week very relevant to our discussion that we had during The Last Jedi. Not The Last Jedi. During Rise the of Rise Skywalker. of Skywalker, we're still talking last sure. Jedi, and I, I, I must bring it up, and I'm, I'm excited to get your take on it. Okay, so I, um, I, I, uh, I went back to uh, the old Disney Plus to to start watching the Star Wars Clone Wars season seven. Oh yeah, haven't started it yet because as I, uh, as I queued it up, it was showing me season six above it. And I saw episodes I did not recognize from when I watched it on Netflix years ago. And the final three episodes that I had never seen of season six are all about Yoda and how Qui-Con Jinn reaches out and contacts him through the Force. In the Clone Wars? In the Clone Wars animated series. Uh, the last three I episodes. I watched the whole thing on Netflix, and I do not remember. See, that's what I'm sketch. saying. When I pulled it up, the, there there were three, you know, screen grabs of the last three episodes, and I'm like, I don't recall that at all. I better, uh, I better, uh, you know, see if I am forgetting something. And the the first one I watched is called Voices, aptly so, and it's all about uh, Yoda. Kind of thinks he's he's losing it he thinks the the dark side is is uh is finally getting to him because he's he's beginning to hear the voice of Qui-Gon Jinn and uh he believes this to be impossible because all Jedi believe there is no uh consciousness after death and uh it is the journey of Yoda finding the truth about uh Qui-Gon Jinn and the force and eventually learning the technique to coalesce his consciousness after death. And it's incredibly relevant to the discussion that we had in, uh, in yeah, the Rise of Yeah, I would imagine so. I would imagine so. So I feel like I shouldn't spoil it for you uh, in case you would like to watch it. But in that episode with Qui-Gon Jinn, I'm like, damn, they really got a great, person to really impersonate Liam Neeson. Watch the credits. It's Liam Neeson. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh and it's it's wonderful. I think uh especially that episode Voices will really um put your mind at ease with with the uh where you were feeling the state of Qui-Gon Jinn was at. And uh well, I mean It was really nice. Uh 
spoilers ahead, longtime listeners, just how how far off the mark is is my is my Qui-Gon theory. It is off the mark, not tremendously so. Um as long as we're saying spoiler alert for season six of, of the Clone Wars, uh, I'll, I'll give you the basic gist that is. I mean, I don't have huge. Disney Plus sketch, so I don't know how I'm going to see this. Okay, so basically what there is, is uh, the force is kind of divided in the natural state uh, into two. The living force as it resides within uh, all living things and the cosmic force as it exists kind of on its own plane throughout the universe. Uh, this mm. is all from the episode. And when a luminous being, a living being dies, their living force joins the great cosmic force. And the Jedi have always believed that upon doing so, the individual loses um, all all aspects that make them an individual. There's no more consciousness. You just because your force joins the greater force, the cosmic force, and all all is said and done. Um, but what happens is, uh, according to the episode voices in Clone Wars, the force calls upon Qui Gon Jinn specifically to coalesce his consciousness to commune first with Yoda um, because the force understands that Yoda's time will come before he has the chance to pass on the teachings he must teach to the one who will bring balance to the force. So we got a couple big things there. We got that yeah. the Clone Wars is depositing that Luke is the prophecy, the one who will bring balance to the right. force. Um, that the cosmic force has a will uh, and kind of exists beyond time of the mortal realm, and uh, that it uh, has a, a, a will and a stake in the big galactic right. um, um, conflict. And so I think I mean, that also really changes the narrative of Rise of Skywalker. Yes, very much so. Um, it's another aspect that I'm like, oh, Sky Rise of Skywalker once again seems to um, ignore this. Uh, but maybe they missed it. I missed it. So it's possible. Well, I'm I'm just Googling a little bit here. And apparently there were about two dozen unfinished Clone Wars episodes oh. when Netflix did that rushed sixth season to kind of end mm -hmm. it. Um, and so, yeah, there are, you know, now they're doing the, the seventh and final season. Disney is. Yeah. Disney is. Um, and there, I guess there are like a bunch of unfinished episodes where some of them were finished after Netflix lost the rights to it. So they never aired. It is a, um, if you're out there and you have Disney plus so that you can watch these star Wars shows, it is worth going back to especially watch this little trio of Yoda episodes because it's really, it's really kind of beautiful. It explains why Yoda ends up on Dagobah. Um, it explains how he communes with Qui-Gon. It, the, the episode heavily hints that Qui-Gon was chosen because he was far, um, 
purer and truer than the Jedi Order, which kind of goes to what we were saying about how right, you know, he was really he was a gray yeah, Jedi, yeah. Um, and it's just you know the whole thing kind of ends with Yoda kind of coming to terms with like you know what I don't think we're winning this war. And wow, uh, and 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 that's the last episode. Wow. <laughs> um, I mean, it brings us, it brings us right basically wow. to, um, Revenge, Red, of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. But, you know, now, of course, we know we have uh, season seven that we can watch as well. So I, I'm, that's, and, that's next for me to start, but. And season seven takes place after Revenge of the Sith? I'm, I don't think so. I'm not sure. I know Anakin is still in it as Anakin and not oh, okay. Vader. Uh, but there are some strange things in it uh in in the trailer that i saw like with how far along padme's pregnancy is and stuff like that like the timeline seems a little wonky okay. i don't know um it's basically the next thing i'll pick up i was planning to start it this week if it weren't for those yoda episodes right 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 but I'm very glad i watched them very cool and i i don't know if this was throughout the whole series i didn't realize that tim curry voiced uh Darth Sidious. At least he did in these final three episodes. No way, yeah, he Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim. That must be the last thing he did. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty nuts. And there's a scene with because Yoda kind of is exploring the the history of the light and the history of the dark, and um, he communes with the spirit of Darth Bane, I think, which was according to Clone Wars the the Sith that um, started the the, uh, right. the pattern of two always two there are and uh, that's voiced by mark right. hamill in one of the last episodes which is nice to have him that i knew using his voice talent in uh in the star wars universe so yeah that's my that's my like star wars update for this midstream that's very cool yeah, yeah. yoda that's so interesting. Yeah, Tim Curry uh, voiced Palpatine in season five, season six. Wait, when did Clone Wars end? 2008? Um, maybe. I feel like it was later than that. So he took over in 2013. Yeah. And he was the voice of Palpatine through all of those episodes. But Tim Curry is now also dead, right? Not that I'm aware of, but I don't know. Or actor's death. No, he's okay. No, he's 73, but he's officially retired. Okay. okay. He had a. Um, I know he had a like a massive stroke Yikes. in the last couple of years. Wow. Well, we're uh, thinking of you, Tim Curry. Yeah, he had a major stroke in 2012. From all of us. Oh, oh, no, no, no. So he out. continues to work as a voice actor now. So this is current. And he's voiced, he's the new voice of Palpatine because the original, the original voice of Palpatine passed away. Well, there you go. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I was listening to that episode. And I'm like, Palpatine sounds familiar, but not Palpatine. Palpatine. Right. And there you go. In the in the in the credits. Lo and behold. I love Tim Curry. Yeah. So uh Star Wars. We've been doing a lot of Star Wars. 
Yeah, I mean, sketch. I'll just add uh, lightsabers are cool. Lightsabers are cool. Once they once are. Once again, lightsabers <laughs> are cool. Do we have any uh, non-Star Wars news this, uh, this well, week? Well, just a... Yeah, you know, we kind of talked last week about uh, the DC EU and uh, Matt Reeves, the Batman. Yes. Um, they re- uh, Matt Reeves released um, some some more images from from production and the set. We so we've now seen the Bat Cycle. We've seen Catwoman. Oh. and we've now seen the Batmobile. I which saw is, the Batmobile. Um, yeah. What What are your thoughts, Sketch? It is. I, I, I'm underwhelmed. I feel like I'm supposed to be. I feel like this is without me knowing anything about the story that they're telling. I'm, I'm feeling like this is a really young, really early Batman with out all the bells and whistles. Yeah. So it's supposed to be, they keep calling this Batman year three, mm-hmm. which I don't know what that means. Um, so it's kind of early in his career, but not the very beginning. Um, I'm, I'm, I think it looks really cool, but I'm underwhelmed in terms of a Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of looks like a seventies charger. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's rear engine, rear wheel drive, but then it has a giant blower on the hood and doesn't really, Mechanically, it doesn't seem to make much sense. From the one um, picture I saw online of it, it looked like something I would see parked at a con that like a fan made. Right. Yeah. So it's like it's clearly not a real car. It's it's like some kind of body kit on top of a, you know, just a, a frame car. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the whole the whole production feels like something that should be on TV rather a movie mm-hmm. than a movie to mm-hmm. me. And that's not a knock. I mean, um. You know, my my least favorite Batman projects are the ones where there's no story, right? So like Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, they just didn't have good stories. Um they're all aesthetic choices, right? Sure. You know, a director has a vision, you either relate to that vision or not. If the storytelling is good, you'll enjoy it. If the storytelling's not good, you won't enjoy it. Like the 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 design of the bat suit is not going to denote how good a Batman movie is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, the production does seem very much. It feels more like a Netflix show, yeah, than than a movie. From what I'm seeing now, when the movie rolls out, maybe I'll be eating my words. But uh, I'm I'm with you, sketch. I'm underwhelmed by the whole thing. Do we have a do um, we have a projected date for this whole thing? 2021, okay. I believe. Okay. Um, so we're still. You know, a year away, over a year away. Who's playing Catwoman? Is it anyone I know? Um, I, I did not see that. I did. I didn't see the the Catwoman. Well, reveal. I mean, the image that they released with the with the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the Bat Cycle is um in front of him on the other Bat Cycle is um. Is Catwoman and uh, Zoe Kravitz is playing Bat- uh, Catwoman Selena Kyle. Okay. Um, Zoe Kravitz, great, great actor. Um, 
I think the the weirdest thing about this project is Andy Circus is playing Alfred. No, really. Which I just think is like really bizarre casting when you also have Colin Farrell playing the penguin. Hmm. Again, I'm sure Andy Circus will be great. It seems like a weird casting choice to me. Um but uh hey, I mean we'll 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 see where they go with that. Time will tell. I'm sure we'll keep getting more and more coming out of that. Time production. will tell. I mean, the, the the big reveal is that we got our first full image of the bat suit, mm-hmm. and uh, again, just underwhelmed. Yeah. I'm I don't I don't like the direction they went with it, but uh, you know, I I also didn't like the end of the Nolan verse bat suit, the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. I didn't think that was a, a great bat suit either, right. but. Uh, like I said, that doesn't make or break a, a Batman movie. Robert Pattinson's a great actor. Um, I don't know if you ever saw Lost City of Z sketch. Nope. I mean, he gets a lot of flack for for Twilight. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor. I mean, I'm sure he's going to be a great asset to this franchise. I know they're working on the, the standalone Flash movie, which is going to be a Flashpoint movie. I'm sure that will have something to do with the recasting of, of Batman. And um, Ben Affleck gave a rather candid interview about the whole Batman experience. And um, I mean, it was very honest and truthful. And um, I think stepping away was the right decision for him personally. Okay. Um, you know, I'm sad that he's no longer Black- Batman, but... Two of the things in it were um, he was writing and directing and going to star in the Batman. Mm -hmm. And he gave the script to a friend to read and he asked them what they thought. And their response was, if you do all of these things, it's going to drive you to drinking and kill you. Wow. Yikes. And that's when he handed the project off to Matt Reeves as director and decided not to write and direct. and. you know, he just did not have a good experience with Batman versus Superman and then Suicide Squad and then, you know, the disaster that was Justice League with the studio re-edits. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, if it, if it doesn't bring you joy, don't do it. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, I you know, I guess for him, that was the it was the right time to step away. And he's very supportive of Robert Pattinson. And uh, like I said, I really enjoyed his take on Batman, and I'm glad we got the stories that we did with him. I think it's a nice little contained universe. When I look back on it, it's kind of crazy that there were, you know, I imagine like now looking at from Batman versus Superman through Justice League, it was probably a lot of grueling filming because he went from Dawn of Justice to Suicide Squad to Justice League. That was probably just intense filming. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, his personal life was kind of a mess through all of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So the Batman 2021, we'll, we'll see what happens. There you go. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep our finger on that pulse. I really think before the Batman comes out sketch, we need to do Dawn of Justice. Sure. I'm fine with that. I think, I think enough time has passed. We've joked about it all through season one. I'm totally fine um, with it. I think it's, Let's do it. I think it's time. Let's do it. Should we watch the director's cut? Should we say that right now? We'll watch the director's cut. We're going to do the director's cut, guys, of Dawn of Justice. Yeah. So look for that in season two. Coming soon to a podcast. But platform. that's not. Yeah. We should. We should. 
We should clarify. That's not next week. That is not next week. Should we cl- should we get next let's, week's episode? Let's sketch? talk about next week's episode. Sketch, where are we going next, next week? Oh, God. Is there a name <laughs> of the land? I um, don't remember. I don't remember Guys, either. Guys, next week, we are going the Shire, not Shire. to another George Lucas universe. <laughs> is it a universe? Well, world. Can we say it's realm, a universe? Realm. Let's call it a realm. The, the realm. The Shire, not Shire. Um, guys, this has been a long time requested episode. Long time listener, long time request. Uh, we're going to be tackling Willow. Willow. The uh, late late 80s? Yeah, late 80s, because it was... 1988. 1988. I mean, boy, does it feel like it came out a lot earlier than George that. George Lucas, written? Written. Directed? Produced, produced? Not, not directed. directed. I don't think he directed it. Uh, no, because it was Ron Howard, wasn't it? Ron Howard, Ron Howard yeah. directed, yeah. Uh, his his uh, take on, on uh, Middle Earth. Lord of the Rings, yeah. basically, yeah. And uh, like I said, this has been requested of us since season one. I mean, talk about long-time listeners. Uh, finally got around to it. Finally got to one of us to watch it. I won't say who. <laughs> I mean, long-time listeners. I will just say publicly, this movie drives me Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. And this movie drives me Eric. <laughs> uh, so next week, as we're going to take a, a real good look at Willow. Oh. Uh, finally uh, stepping away from Star Wars, but not that much because we're still on George Lucas. Just realized that now talking about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but listen, Star Wars, it is not. So it's it's hard to get away from Star Wars once you get into yeah. it. This is our slow detox. Yep. yep. And uh, but you know, we're gonna take we're gonna take we're not just gonna have fun. Guys, we are professional. We're, we're gonna learn something too. We are going to say Mad Mardigan a lot. Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. Uh, and the brownies. And Sorsha. Oh, the brownies. Oh, my goodness. And, uh, and two old ladies. ladies fighting over a wand. So that is, that's, that's going to be Willow next week. You know, I did, you sent me, you sent me a, a very funny text um, that I should have put together, but didn't, I did not realize Warwick Davis also played the leprechaun from Leprechaun. Yeah. Holy shit, yeah. sketch. <laughs> oh yeah, and if you've never seen the movie, Warwick Davis is is the uh, is Willow is the lead Willow, yeah. slash not lead because Val Kilmer's also in it and he gets top billing right. for some reason. Yeah, even though in a- Warwick <laughs> Davis is really the workhorse of this movie. Oh my goodness, Warwick Davis is like, I mean, it's it's just the injustice of Hollywood. He, gives he should have chop billing a hundred and twenty percent in this movie. But the thing is, the thing you is, know, and I Val Kilmer also that's gives the thing. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Val yeah, Kilmer yeah, yeah. also comes in, and as soon as he's on screen, he's also shining. So, yes. um, but guys, we're going to get into it. We're we're going to get we're going to get way into it. We're going to we talk about Willow more than probably Willow. anyone has talked about Willow in quite some time. I yeah, I mean, and I'm looking forward to it. We're, I think this is going to be the definitive podcast on the movie Willow sketch. Yeah, yeah, we're we're the Teen Titans podcast, and yeah. we're uh, dangerously close to the Spider Man podcast. 
dangerously close. Um, we bring up Blast Jedi a lot. And uh, now Willow. And now Willow. So quite the uh, repertoire here. It's what you guys have come to expect from us. Consistency. And uh, yeah, I have spoken. This is the way. This is the way. So guys, Willow. Ready to go. I still like that. I still like that. <laughs> That's, yeah. It's the best improv line of our podcast. Yeah, so far. So far. So f- ready to go. We'll have to start thinking of the season three tagline, except we shouldn't because it's better when they come, agro- come apart organically. Good organic slogan. Uh, free range podcast. There you go. There you go. So next week, guys, Willow. Shades, sketch, all the fun. All of the dung. <laughs> and the <laughs> mad martigans that you can and shake Eric. a stick at. Uh, like the old ladies do. They shake a stick. <laughs> More mad martigan than two old ladies can shake a wand There you at. go. That's, yeah. that's. That is the tagline tag of this episode. Wow. So there you go. Um, Guys, we will. We'll see you next see week. See you next week. See ya. <laughs> Oh, my God.